What is up, world? Saver here at the Luke Bailey Podcast with the one and only Doctor of Thugganah. <laughs> it's just Luke Bailey. <laughs> hey, hey, all right. What are we gonna talk about today, Cesar? I don't know, man. There's so much going on. You know, I had a little bit upset actually. Yeah. I had a haircut scheduled for this Friday, May yeah. the 1st, when everything was supposed to be lifted. Yeah. They not, they're not working. Nah, did you not hear? I uh, know it was like, you know, some rules against it. but Well, it's been extended until May the 15th. So yeah. That's I, fun. I looked like I did in high school, or like that yeah. skinny Mexican dude in Nacho Libre. <laughs> you, could, you could just shave your head. Dude, I don't. Yeah. I, it would take a lot. A little, a little too rough there. It, it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I feel you. I, not straight. We look like we did in high school. Yeah. We have the same hair right now. <laughs> so how's the week been going? Believe, I know. My wife likes it, so I guess I'm going to keep it for a while. So. Anyways. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, I know today um, we don't have a guest. So I, I think really what I want to do is just I want to get a few things off my chest. Um, start with uh, some things that I feel like. Um, I know that I'm working on in my realm of influence and my, um, with some people that I have, uh, that are on my team as far as here at work, but also in my personal life and, um, but just things that I'm passionate about. Um, and, you know, and I hope somebody takes some good from it. And, you know, I'm always open to comments, questions, anything that anybody wants to throw, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about whatever. I ain't scared. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, so podcast, if you're listening, I do have one question for you that we want you to, uh, you know, comment in Facebook. Uh, we got a Twitter now. We'll get that more active. But here's the question, and I asked Luke about it earlier this week. But the question is, one person has to be eliminated for him, from history. Mm. And it's between Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, or LeBron James. And... What I mean, eliminated from history is they their career never happened, and you got to pick one. And you know, Luke, you can say your choice, and I'll say mine. I I, I have to choose LeBron. LeBron, why LeBron? And I I know it's hard to say because I, I I do think he does a lot of good off the court, uh, but um, it doesn't feel right saying Kobe and Michael's the goat. So. Um, that's, that's really my answer. That's yeah. about as detailed as I can yeah. probably get, but that, that's what I have to say. Yeah, when it comes to basketball player, you know, gosh, I hate putting these kind of stipulations on it, but I always do. Well, I don't always do it, but I feel like I need to. <laughs> when it comes to basketball, eliminate yeah. LeBron all day. Yeah. Yeah, just I grew up a Kobe fan when he wore the number eight yeah. and still had hair. Yeah. <laughs> like that, I remember yeah. I wanted to be Kobe Bryant. Oh, yeah. And, and Michael Jordan. I mean, if it wasn't for Michael Jordan, the Looney Tunes would not be alive right now. You better believe it. <laughs> but, no, you know, he was just the first. When we first came to the United States, everybody was talking about Michael Jordan, which was 98. Yeah. You know what happened in 98. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, know, they're, they're t- you know, that whole series is going on right now. Mm-hmm. So that was so them too. Yeah. And LeBron, like when it comes to basketball, I see him get pushed and then throw his hands up in the air, like looking at the ref, yeah. like, oh my gosh, you yeah. you know. 
and Michael and you know Jordan and Kobe, they had that dog in them. Oh yeah. You know, you pushed yeah. them. You were, they didn't look at the ref. They looked at you and with their eyes were like, I'm going to destroy you. Yeah. <laughs> and LeBron's looking for someone to make yeah. a call. So as far as basketball goes there. Okay. Now outside of basketball, I'm gonna say Michael Jordan. Really? I mean, if you look at the look at the legacy that each one are doing, you know, LeBron James with the I promise school. Yeah. And then Kobe with just all the stuff that he's done. We, yeah. You know, that we're hearing about it a lot more. Yeah. It, you know, with, that was kind of under the radar, really. Yeah, with his basketball camps yeah. that he's doing to mentor young kids. Yeah. You know, and different things like that. You know, what I guess it's like, back to the community. Yeah. I guess it, I say under the radar, but it's really under the radar in our part of the world. Yeah. Necessarily. So. And Michael Jordan, honestly, the things that I've heard about him was that he was an excessive gambler <laughs> and would party. Golf all, all the time. Yeah. yeah. Golf all the time and would party <laughs> before winning championships. Hey. So, I mean, you know. There's a reason he's the GOAT, I guess. So. But, you know. But if we combine, see, I can't even come. It's very hard. So, yeah, let us know what you guys think, who y'all would eliminate, and why. Yeah. So, I think it's good. Uh, so, let's dive in. Yeah. Uh, first question. I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Um, if you were to, how do you think, I guess, this is, is a better way to answer it or ask this. How do you think? the world or quote society thinks about when it comes to their emotions. So base, what does the world think about their emotions? Yeah. What do they think about emotions? Like how do they grade, I guess their emotions or how do they grade? Oh, gotcha, what, gotcha, gotcha. what controls them, I guess, or unfortunately kind of, I feel like the vast majority of the world follows their emotions 100 percent yeah 100 yeah. and you're right how you, how you feel it's all about how you feel right yeah it's all about how you feel in the moment and you know i'll tell you a quick story when i was young uh you know i was a minority if anybody doesn't know me i'm mexican <laughs> i know the voice you know the southern <laughs> accent doesn't allude southern to that, mexican southern mexican <laughs> so, yeah Dirty South Mexican. <laughs> but, you know, I was at Walmart and some cop was looking at me. Funny. You know, he's kind of giving me a look. And inside I started getting mad. I was like, man, why is he, why is he looking at me like that? Yeah. And instantly it's like, that's because I'm Mexican. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I'm getting, you know, I'm getting hot and I'm about to pop off on this cop. Like, hey, man, what's up? I mean, you know, if anybody knows me, you know, I wouldn't do that. But in my head, I'm about to fight a cop because yeah. he's looking at me funny. Yeah. You know, and I'm over there just at the, you know, electronic section. And I'm like, man, he's looking, he probably thinks I'm going to steal something because I'm Mexican. You know, yeah. White cop. And he comes up to me and goes, do you play football fairy? I'm like, yeah. He goes, oh, okay, I thought I recognized you. Yeah. yeah. I seen you play. And he you know, started saying that, you know, that he liked the way that I ran the ball. You know, yeah. oh, you're a good hard runner. Okay, thank you. And yeah. then right then I, I realized something. I was about to make a dumb decision Yeah. based off what my feelings were telling mm -hmm. me about someone else. He was yeah. looking at me funny because he's trying to recognize me. Yeah. Just like you look at someone like. I know. Yeah, which I feel like that happens to me all the time because I'm horrible at remembering names. 
but yeah. I can remember a face. Like I see a face one time, and I'm like, hey, that face looks familiar. Yeah. So then I'm in public, and I, and I look at a face, and I'm like, God, it looks familiar. So I, I keep looking. I feel like a creep, you know, over yeah. there trying to trying to figure out who somebody is. But I'm like, I know their name. Yeah. yeah. So you know, yeah, I can I can relate so to that. And, but, and you know, and a lot of people they don't they don't wait for that. You yeah. Know, re, you know, thankfully I'm not the kind of guy that's just gonna go and hey man, what are you looking at? Yeah. But if I had been, I would have messed up. Yeah. You know, my first impression on that guy. Yeah. You know, and I think everybody at some point struggles with their emotions. And you know, and I I listen uh, talking to podcasts. I listen to Jocko all the time. I think I mean, and. A lot of his stuff is is very extreme, like his ownership. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, he's got a book called Extreme Ownership. But you know, a fantastic book. Uh, and uh, but when I sit here and think about um, what he like his message, a lot of times, you know, people give him a hard time because they're like, you know, he always talks about stifle your emotions. You know, yeah. I try to use my Jocko voice. So I'll hear that. Yeah. So, uh, but he's all about stifling your emotions and, yeah. and compressing them. But um, it's it's the ones that don't really matter, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because um, uh, I think there's a there's a deeper point to where, you know, if something bothers you and it's like an internal bothersome, whether it's like, you know, heartbreak or like something that. I, yes, you, you can share that. But, you know, the little things like I'm hungry. So that so therefore I'm going to be angry. So that the hangry, the whole hangry method mm-hmm. is bogus. My wife's like hands in the air for me you know, <laughs> when you say that, because whenever, you know, I'm whenever I'm hungry, I don't know what happens. I turn into a different person. Yeah, you get attitude. I mean, that, that's like, attitude, yeah, man. I get an attitude. Oh, and, and, uh, and, and that emotion feeds that attitude. And yeah. uh, and, you know, and that's something that. I, I know I try to at least think about because I think if you think about that, then you're going to be able to react in a, in a better way because your emotions are going to be there. You're going to have them, but it's going to be how you react to those emotions. So yeah. like so like what's controlling your emotions? Well, like your reactions is what happens to you. Therefore, now I will respond in a positive way because I'm choosing to do it consciously. Yeah, I think. You do, you don't. What I think what he means by stifling your emotions, not necessarily like suppress them. Yeah. You don't feel them, but I think it's don't make a decision based off of that emotion. One hundred percent. Because you know, whenever you're, you know, you're having a hard day at work, and that feeling in your head telling you, "Man, I just wish I didn't have to do this. Yeah. Wish I didn't. You know, wish I didn't have to have that conversation. <laughs> wish I, you know, that's the feeling you get at the moment. Yeah. Or let's say you're mad at somebody. And automatically, oh, here's one that'll hit with home. Let's say you're mad at someone and you want, and you know, you have a warrior thumbs. You know what yeah. that means? Yeah, you're going to text them. <laughs> either text them or you're ready to post it on Facebook. You know? Yeah, yeah that solves or, everything. Yeah. And I think if people. That's what I figured. <laughs> Thanks, Siri. I think if people would just, you know, in the heat of the moment, Think about what you're about to do. You know, I think, you know, yeah. calm down. Yeah. An hour later, you wouldn't do that same thing. Yeah. Something that my wife was telling me, she says that, you know, I don't know if she was reading this or if this happened. I can't remember exactly, but, you know, being angry at the moment, write up that message, but don't send it. Put it away. Yeah. Later, come back to it. Read it. it and if you still feel that way, 
then send it because yeah. then you know it's one of those big ones. Yeah, it's it, you. You have that kind of second thought of what are the consequences of this? Do I really mean this? Yeah. Or yeah. Or, or is it something else that I think I just feel at the time? Yeah. You know, and I I think you know talking about relationships and and couples, I think that that destroys a lot of couples. Um, is because you know once you say something. You can't really take it back. Mm-hmm. You can, you can always, you know, not say it. And I, and I remember, you know, there, there's a, you know, times in past relationships with, with people where, you know, like there's still some saltiness because of things that were said. Yeah. But, you know, at, and it's, be, they could have completely been avoided if it was like not said in the heat of the moment because emotions were, were fueling that fire. Yeah. Um, you know, and we're talking about decisions. And when you're, you know, I I was told when I was in college by our strength conditioning coach, Charlie Goodyear, that one thing was that I thought was phenomenal. It's really changed my whole perspective when it um, when it comes to dieting and and just your purpose in life. And um, he he said. He put up three words on the board and he asked all of us as a team after a workout one day, he said, put these words in order on, on which way that you would want them. And, they, and the three words were emotion, actions and purpose. And, you know, thought in my head was, well, I, I really honestly don't know. I mean, I guess, you know, your, your emotions, because you because you control those and and, and all that it was my thinking at the time. But what he said was completely wrong. He said, the first thing that needs to be a priority in your life is your purpose and understanding your purpose. And then let that purpose fuel your activity. And then that activity is going to fuel your emotions. And a lot of times we let people or let outside objects or even ourselves convince us that our emotions are important. And that our emotions is so I'm going to make an emotional reaction or I'm going to let my being hangry and hungry because I'm hungry. I'm not going to wait 15 minutes to get home and eat. Instead, I'm going to stop by this fast food restaurant on my way. And, you know, and so we're making decisions that base that are effect our purpose. Yeah. Because because guess what? You're whatever. If your emotions are driving your activity, then that activity is going to drive your purpose. Yeah. And just like you mentioned in our very first podcast with the with the plane, you know, you get one inch off, and, and you yeah. can end up in a completely different part of the United States, and and that's something that the world, yeah, the world, <laughs> and so it depends on how far you're flying. So, yeah. uh, so I think if we let our emotions, you know, direct our activity, and that that's going to be where where our purpose comes from. But um, when we're looking at things in a perspective of Am I following my purpose? Yeah. Then, I mean, because your emotions are a roller coaster. Oh yeah, all up the time. You're always up and always down. Yeah. But if if you have the mindset of I'm going to strive for my purpose mm-hmm. and nothing's going to affect it because I'm in control of that, yeah. Then you're going to be that even kill, never too high, never too low, and you. There's a wave there, you know. Yeah. Like, but. When you're, you, your purpose should be steady. Now, the people, you know, a lot of people say, well, my purpose is to be, 
a minister or my purpose is to be a teacher. My purpose is to be a salesman, whatever it is. Uh, well, great. But sometimes it changes too. Right. So, you know, and that's okay. People think it's not, but I, I think it's fine. I think it's fine for, you know, people coming out of college, things like that, to not know what they want to do with their life. Right. I mean, goodness, you're 22 years old and you got to make the decision that to do something the rest of your life. That's, that's bogus. Yeah. I mean, I was fortunate where I found something I wanted to do the rest of my life, but, um, but that's not the case. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's important. You were saying, you know, some people find that purpose, you know, they want a purpose of something that's, you know, for lack of better words, materialistic, yeah. you know, yeah. whether it's being a teacher, a coach, yeah. salesman, yeah. whatever. And I'm not saying that that's bad, but I think people's purpose needs to be more on becoming a, 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 who you become, yeah. not what you become. Exactly. I, I, know, because, I agree with that 100%. Because what you that's, become that's is going to change. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, at one point, I wanted to be a nurse. Yeah. Then, then I was in business. Oh yeah. Then I was in the music industry for a little bit, not being an entertainer or anything. <laughs> um, and now I'm kind of back in the business. Yeah. Right. So I mean, that's up and down. But you know, a long time ago, I decided, you know, the who person who I want to become is I want to be a hard worker. Yes. Someone that shows up every day, and when I commit to something, I'm there a hundred percent. Yeah. And I think, you know, what whatever you know. Whoever's listening, whatever you decide to be, it's going to be a lot easier to do that because you know when tough, you know when work gets hard and you want to quit. For me, yeah, it's like, you know, and that that feeling over my body. Let's say you know I'm running, and you know, you know whether you believe it or not, whenever I run, I get tired too. Yeah. You know, those that first half mile was probably the hardest mile for me. After that, I'm golden. Yeah. I can cruise for <laughs> another mile. Yeah. <laughs> another half mile. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, no, but, you know, whenever, uh, you know, that first half mile, you know, it gets tough and my feelings and everything, everybody's like, dude, just stop. Yeah, just quit. It's okay. It, you're hurting. It's okay to stop. Yeah. It's okay. But in my head, I told myself, no, I'm someone who works hard. Yeah. You know, and I'm not just a hard worker. I'm someone who yeah. works hard. And what that means is that I emotionally detach myself from the outcome of the situation. Yeah. So that means that during my run, even though it hurts, it might be raining and I'm not getting what I want out of it at that moment. Yeah. You know, I'm still going to continue to do it. And I think that's something that we can apply to anything, you know, whether you're at a job right now that you're not happy with, mm-hmm. you know, if you decide, man, I'm going to be a hard worker. Yeah. And that's it. And maybe, you know, your job where you're at doesn't appreciate what you're doing. Maybe you're not getting paid what you feel like you should be getting paid. Yeah. You know? And I'll come back to that. I did an emphasis on <laughs> feel for a reason. But, you know, all these things are happening that you don't think should be happening that shouldn't determine whether you work hard or not. Yeah. Because you told yourself, I'm going to be a hard worker. And I promise in the long run, it'll, you know, you yeah. will thank yourself more from it because, you know, if you stay faithful with the little thing that God has given you, mm-hmm. You know, let's say it's this job that you're not happy at. You're not getting what you feel like you should get or, yeah. you know, you you know, let's just say all the promises that were made are not happening, but you're still a hard worker. Once you go into that next land, nothing changes, nothing changes for you yeah. other than what's what's going on around you, what's going on around yeah. you. And, and I think people are attracted to that, too. Yeah. They're, they're attracted. I mean, everybody says you're attracted to success. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, you successful people are attractive yeah well if you think about why 
it's not because they have tons of money or because they have all this stuff. It's it's normally because they're the ones that work harder than everybody. And, you know, and, and people can respect that. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, when, when we go into the ideology of what makes somebody successful, I mean, I think it's understanding your purpose and who you are. Yeah. Uh, because it, like, like with what you were saying, I mean, that's, that's golden, <laughs> uh, being able, you know, understanding who you are and not what you are, uh, you know, I can be a salesman or, you know, I, there one time I wanted to be a farmer and, that, and, that, and that's what I want to do. And, you know, one day I still might, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, uh, that, I think that whole deal of finding out your purpose of, this is who I am. That's going to be your foundation. Right. And, you know, when, when we talk about foundations, you know, your religious beliefs, things like that have to have to fall in that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you can't waver from those. And yeah. when when you do, I mean, a lot of times when people do, what what is it because of an emotional decision? Yeah. And so I, I, have, I did, um, you know, I did youth ministry for, you know, when I was young, a lot, yeah. uh, at my local church, and something that uh, like the youth pastor, you know, would say, he, you know, and it was true. It was more evident once I started getting more into a leadership role, and I got older, and I started looking, and you know, a lot of teenagers, and you'll see this happen. It's really sad, but you see it with adults too. But what happens is people come in. They come into church and they're excited, you know, they're yeah. worshiping, they're learning, you know, everything else. And they look to their side and, you know, they see a cute girl or a cute boy mm-hmm. and then they, they start dating mm-hmm. and they think oh, this is exactly what God wants. Yeah. Not saying it's not, not saying it is, not yeah. saying it's not. Yeah. But then they break up and what happens? They both don't come back to church. That's right. Why? Yeah. I don't know. That, you know, that that's just one that still blows yeah. my mind. Yeah. But like you were saying. Yeah. And. You know, I think that's a that's a whole other conversation of yes. trying to understand, you know, if, what God wants. Yeah. Uh, and and something I feel like is going to come up on our podcast fairly soon uh, with some special guests and and yeah. things that we have coming. But Jesus, uh, <laughs> he is special. Guest. He is always with us. Yes. And, uh, and my cousin Jesus. That's right. <laughs> but, uh, um, so something else. Yeah. And it, this is something that. Because you were talking about feelings, yeah, and it made me think about marriage. Yeah, whenever we got married, uh, <laughs> the me and Felicia, whenever um, the pastor that was marrying us, he said something that his dad had said. Whenever he got married, and it, it still resonates with me. Yeah, you know, we were talking about how does the world react to their feelings, right? Yeah. That was the main question you asked. How does it, you know, how does the world, where does the world place your feelings? So all of that to, to this, he's where the pastor at our wedding said, he said, you know, the world tells you, pick the one you love. Mm-hmm. But the Bible says, love the one you pick. Yeah. Is that, I mean, and I think that just speaks volumes on what the world is doing. The world yeah. is going with emotions. You know what? I feel like mm-hmm. I love that person. So. I'm going to jump over there. And the yeah. divorce rate, I know in Coleman, is over 50%. Yeah. 60%, 70%. That's, that's where we're from in Alabama. 
but the world is not much different. No, it's probably mm-hmm. it's it's right. I think what the last I saw, I think the national average finally reached like around fifty. Uh, you gonna fact check it? For Dude, me. I'm looking it up right now. We have phones. I don't know why I'm about to pull out an encyclopedia. <laughs> I wonder that I have to go to the library after the podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> We're gonna look this up. No, like, it's like you know what I think it is. We can probably just Google. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, the divorce rate, uh, and of course, I don't even know what it is. According to this, anyway, we'll just so, we'll come back to it. Yeah, we can. If 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 you know, you can leave a comment and let us know. So, because we don't, but I know it. I know it's at least fifty percent. I know that. It's I mean, high. from the last it's I high. heard, I, I remember hearing that it was fifty percent, and. I mean, and so the day that I got married, you know, my dad said, uh, you know, there's a 50% chance that you're going to stay married. And he said, so you want to be a statistic or, or, or not? And, uh, you know, and, and, and I think, you know, of course he said that jokingly and things like that, but, uh, but it's true. I mean, that's how, that's like how um, the world is, is, is there is a way out. There's a way out of it. It's okay. Now, now, granted, there's some marriages that, yeah, I, I think, ha, you know, should be ended and things like that with abuse and things like that. But, yeah. um, you know, but if when when two people choose to be married, they are choosing their purpose. And um, and again, most time when they get divorced, choose it because of emotional decisions. Yeah. Um, so. Um, I mean, and that was a that was a huge message from Coach Goodyear that has stuck with me through these times, and and you know I, I apply it to every day in life. And um, one way that I try to apply it better, and I need to work on more, and as everybody that knows me probably knows, is with diet. I mean, think about it. It is so easy in my line of work to like, all right, it's 9 p.m. I'm leaving the office. Okay, what what's up? I mean, I don't want to drive all the way home. I'm starving. It's like a 20 minute drive home. I'll just stop by Guthrie's Chicken, free plug oh, there. My goodness. But a uh, fantastic place, just not very good on the calories. But uh, Thursday afternoon. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. yeah. so, I mean, and it's so easy. It's Shout accessible. <laughs> so, um, I mean, making those decisions yeah. is is what is going to define who you are. And so, and when I, you know, when I make those decisions, I instantly, it's not, regret but it's just like of the, the accountability yeah of just holding yourself accountable you're like don't be an idiot well yeah and i think somewhere whenever we make a decision that we're not proud of something internally you're hearing you know i think the i think that we all have someone i think that we have the best version of ourselves within ourselves yeah and whenever we do something like you know maybe go get some you know fried food that we probably mm-hmm. shouldn't be eating or just sit in the couch instead of going out and yeah. going for a run or you know, whatever that may be. I think somewhere inside that voice is telling you, Yeah, man, you, you really should do this. Yeah. You should really go out and you know, yeah. be that um, better person. Like one of my favorite quotes from Nick said, I think we talked about this before, it's you don't stay the same. Yeah. You know, you go each, day, each day you either get better or you get worse. Yeah. So what are you going to do today? Yeah. So when, when people set goals, I think, you know, their emotions sometimes depict course, whether they yeah. achieve those. But, I mean, we're emotional beings. Yeah. So 
you know, we, we have some emotion tied to our goals. But the thing is, is whenever you're going for that goal, don't let the emotion control it. Yeah. You know, you lose control of your life when you let emotions control. Yeah. Because my emotion would be, you know, I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> one of my goals may be to, you know, buy a new, buy a new truck, buy yeah. a new car. Yeah. And I mean, and that emotion that I have is excitement. I'm happy and I'm ready for it. Yeah. Then that first bill comes. Yeah. How's that emotion? Or, or even there, you know, I'm the type, I'm the type that likes to just save money yeah. until it's time to buy. Yeah. So a fantastic way. With, so if I'm on my way to get that and it all, it suddenly gets hard in that emotion of excitement and, you know, happiness and, you know, all these good feelings yeah. are not there anymore. Yeah. I have to continue working at it, you know? Yeah. Because the end result is better than the decision that I'm going to make yeah. in the middle based on my emotions of yep. tired, mad, hangry. Yeah. You know, all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, you know, I'm, I'm with you. And yeah. when, when somebody you know, their goals, everybody sets goals. And we talk about goals and we talk about dreams. And, you know, I, I have some dreams, but what's the difference in a dream and a goal? And I had somebody tell me this when I was at one of my leadership trainings for our company was difference in a dream and a goal is a goal has a deadline. Mm. So meaning that, that it's not just something that's just out there and you think about it every now and then. Instead, no, I've got a deadline. I'm going to work toward this deadline. I'm going to, I'm going to reach this goal. And, you know, again, how, but let me ask you this. How, how does someone know that they are on the right track when it comes to their purpose? Because I know that's, there's a gray area sometimes. Yeah. So how do, how do you think someone can know without a doubt if they're on the right track? So, like you said, it's a gray area. So, for one, let's say for me personally. Yeah. And I wish everybody was like this. Not that I want everybody to be like me, but it had <laughs> made my life easier. Yeah. Because I used to be the type that was like, you know, it has to be X, Y, and Z. And whenever it didn't happen, whenever I wasn't a nurse by the time that I was 23, <laughs> 24. Yeah. Then you know your your life is terrible. Outside people telling you what are you gonna do with your life? Yeah. You don't know what you're gonna do. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You know all kinds of stuff. So <clears throat> for me, I think my you know of course my purpose and my faith is honoring the Lord. Yeah. And loving people. Yeah. But when it comes to a career or you know these kind of um, secular worldly <laughs> goals, to me it's happiness, man. Yeah. If you can wake up every day and just be happy. Well, look, well, you know, I think happiness can also be an emotion. So, so explain yeah. kind of what you mean by happiness. Well, I mean, what I mean by so happiness, you wake up and you're ready to go to work. Yeah. You're content. Joy. You have that joy. Yeah. Which, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're content. A, content can be a cuss word too in sales. So. Really? Yeah. You don't want to be content, man. Okay. You gotta be hungry. Gotta be hungry. Gotta be hungry. So oh, man, putting the pressure on me. <laughs> no, but I mean, I really, I really do yeah. think that's it. You know, you wake up and you say, "Man, I'm, I'm happy where I'm at." It doesn't yeah. mean that you work even or, less. Or, or you're, or is it more that you're happy where you're at, or you're happy of who you are? Yeah. At that moment. That's better. Okay. 
Because, yeah. because I, I mean, because I, I feel you, and I, and, I, and I think you know, we lose track of that. I know I do. Uh, I lose track of oh, let's work, work, work. It's or you know, or it's not, and 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 you lose track of who you are and what makes you happy, and um, what is it that's given me this joy? Is it my family? You know, yeah. is it yeah. you know the stuff that I have, which if that that's what it is, guess what? It's going to end. It's going to go away. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're not, you're not going to be ha- that happy anymore. Right. So uh, eventually, cause the stuff is going to get old. Yeah. It's going to break, you know? So See, I wish everybody would be happy you yeah. know, cause you, you hear about it all the time. You can go Google it right now. You know, millionaire kills itself. Yeah. Robin yeah. Williams was an example of, of the one right. most recent that I, that I can, that just popped yeah. in my head. I mean, the guy is so happy comedian yeah. makes other people laugh. Was so happy. But was I mean when you read into his turmoil that he was going through yeah. with his self, um, he he it's, it's like he didn't have his purpose. Yeah. Um, well, and you know even people in business, you know, yeah. you hear about all these people doing that, and I wish people would be happy with the fifty thousand dollar job. Yeah. And quit trying to chase the Joneses and yeah. try to get a boat like them, get a car yeah. like them. Yeah. You know, or well, you know whatever this stuff is. So that's yeah. what I mean by happiness. You know. We have a little modest home. My wife has a mm-hmm. car. I have a truck. Have a job. We're doing all yeah. this. You know, we're doing stuff. And at the end of the day, I feel like my purpose, you know, yeah. is adding value wherever I'm at. Yeah, I agree. And that's, you know, you asked me, you know, what do I feel like? What what did you say? Yeah. What my purpose was, or yeah, like how do you know you're on that right track? Right purpose, yeah. right track. You know, for me, it's whenever I feel like I'm at a place where I'm adding value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's a sin. I mean that's really I, I it. Think, yeah, you're right. You know, if I come into a room, yeah. people are gonna feel better because I'm there. Yeah, I mean because you are adding value. Exactly, like you're you're adding something that they don't have or they're missing or yeah. something like that. Yeah, um, you know, and here's something I'm gonna kind of give a warning here that if you're easily offended, this might offend you, but I think when it comes to knowing your purpose and who you are, that God has a lot to do with that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and, and, and you can, you know, people that have different spiritual beliefs, you know, um, I'd, I'd be happy to talk about it if you want to, but, but, you know, I think that our, um, a lot of times as a Christian, you, we lose focus of a Christian's purpose, Yeah. Um, you know, to serve, yeah. to um, share the gospel, to be, that positive influence for, yeah. for people. And, and instead, you know, what that turns into is judgment and hate mm-hmm. and, Oh, they're, they're not as Christian as me or, Oh, Ooh. they're not as religious as me. That's so, track. so therefore, yeah. therefore I'm not going to help them because they're not, they're not helping themselves and all yeah. this. And yeah, I mean, it's, it is I, a track. I hate that so much, but I mean, we've, we've heard it. You've yeah. seen it. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, and maybe you're listening to this and you're not, you know, very spiritual and try that. You don't have a a relationship. (laughs) Yeah. But but let me tell you something that will just make it super easy. The goal of Christianity is to be more like Christ, be more like Jesus. Right. And I promise, like, you know, you can ridicule me or say what you want about me. But do your research. Yeah. I never saw Jesus go to someone and be like, hey, man, you're really sucking it up at this. Mm-hmm. You need to change. Yeah. 
On the contrary, he went up to them and showed them love. Exactly. Showed met, them love. Met, them, met them at their at their place. Yeah, met them at their place and then said, you know. And sometimes he would just leave. Yeah. You know, in the Bible. Just feed them. Yeah. Just feed them. Yeah, you know, here's some food. Yeah. You know, food. And, and it's here's that easy. Yeah. Man. <laughs> they beg for money. No, I'll give you I'll give you a better gift than, yeah. than money. And, yeah. You know. So yeah, I mean, you can't talk about purpose without talking about Jesus. Right. If I mean, you, you talk about the number one person fulfilling their purpose on earth. Right there. I know. And then, <laughs> yeah, and, and Jesus probably, you know, when it comes to leadership, I know that that's kind of the big yeah. topic of our podcast all the time. Yeah. You oh. know, the, he, he took 12 guys under his wing, and, you know, here we are today. Yeah. From 12 guys. You know, one of them kind of veered off a little bit. It's okay. He came back. He, Judas? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. he was, he was yeah. kind of gone. They replaced him, though. Yeah. It is, it is there in, so, in Acts. But he was I'll, replaced. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I, mean, I will say this, though. Uh, when you're talking about, uh, you know, Jesus and leadership, I'm reading a book right now. And I'm, I mean, I, I plan to finish it soon. It definitely will be something that will be talked about on this podcast yeah. is, um, learning to lead like Jesus by Boyd Bailey. Yeah. And uh fantastic book. Got it in an airport, saw it was like eleven bucks. And it's like, oh yeah, I'll buy this. You know, I need something to read on a plane. Else for two bucks. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean they outcharge me. Amazon's probably got it for five, whatever. But and uh free shipping and handling <laughs> if you spend over twenty five bucks. But uh so but that and that book already it has talked about just the attitude of Jesus and how, and in his approach. And it wasn't, you know, people, people don't necessarily associate leadership with, with Jesus from that, from an outside perspective. Um, and because, Oh, Jesus was just humble. He didn't push anybody. Well, no, but he led them. And I, and, you know, and I don't think leaders necessarily, you know, pull or push people. They, yeah. um, they provide an, exa- an example yeah. so that, and they walk with you. And I think that was, um, I mean, any good leader is going to walk with somebody instead of pull or push them. So, yeah. um, I mean, that's, I mean, you just hit it spot on. Yeah. You know, I think at the end of the day, you know, we, we started this podcast talking about feelings and then your yeah. purpose. Yeah. Which, you know, let's talk about action, man. What, what do people need to do? You know, we're talking yeah. about what your coach said. Your coach said, you know, what's the category here? Yeah. You know, purpose, action, well, feelings. Some people are, you're either going to act or you're not going to act. Yeah. Um, well, let's, I mean, I think that's evident. Let's yeah. give people some tip. You know, what, what do you think, how, what's the easiest way for you to get going? Like, so. In, in whatever realm that may be, whether it's, you know, going for yeah. a workout, whether it's. You know, I think you have to call. Yeah, understand why you're doing something. Your why. Yeah. We talk about that all the time here at, at, at my job. You know, because sometimes it's difficult. It's tough. It's not. It's, it's not for everybody. Yeah. But and it and it, it gets hard. And and you have to understand why you do this. Why do you get out of bed yeah. each day? Why am I driving two hours to go see somebody? Why am I going to the gym today? Why am I? You know, my legs are burning on squat day. Why? I mean, why do we do this? And it's, it's you know, to better ourselves. Uh, you know, I, I was listening to a YouTube video the other day. I, I can't remember who, who it was by or anything like that. But the video talked about 
being uncomfortable, put yourself in discomfort once a day. Meaning, like, don't just go poke yourself with needles or whatever and be like, ah, oh, this hurts. But, yeah. but do it with a purpose, like cold showers, maybe. Uh, it was Dan Crenshaw, actually, I think it was. Uh, the uh, congressman from Texas with the eye patch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that uh, was him. Um, and uh, <laughs> the character from Walking Dead. <laughs> I don't know, but he's, he's, he's a pretty bad A dude. Like, I, yeah. I like him. He, he's, he's a cool guy. But, uh, I mean, but he was talking about, you know, put yourself in discomfort once, once a day. Uh, yeah. Or maybe, like, Okay, maybe on weekends I'm gonna only take I'm gonna take nothing but cold showers, yeah. and then next thing you know you're doing something else, and that discomfort grows you. Yeah. I mean, because um, what's what you, you can't grow a muscle like when we talk about health and growing muscles. Um, why do people work out? Because it makes the muscles discomfort. Like um, they have to work, build lactic acid, stuff like that. Yeah, I, don't, they, I don't know the yeah. exact science, you know, but. Uh, but that discomfort yeah, you, is you what tear, you tear that muscle you down tear. a little bit, yeah. Tear it down, and then it builds back a little bit stronger because the muscle doesn't want to tear. Yes. Your body, your okay. brain. I knew it was something. Your brain puts you in a position to where it wants to stay comfortable. Yeah. Comfortable. <laughs> All right, guys. Our bodies, our brain is meant yeah. to make life as easy as possible yeah. for us, and. That is deadly. And I can tell you this. My brain was lying to myself because when I got up to about 260, it was not comfortable at all. Yeah. <laughs> Joints hurt. I mean, my back hurt because I was carrying a big old belly all the time. Like, it's just, that, it's, no, that's not Yeah, not but, you, but a lot of times we don't realize that until we look in the mirror and you're like, ah. You know, for me, it was kind of, you know, I looked in the mirror one time. I'm like, man, I used to have a six pack. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. And then I started coaching track a little bit this year before the season ended abruptly. <laughs> and they needed someone to, you know, it was two teams of the four by one. That's 100 meters. And they needed one person to run. And I was like, you know what? They said that we think the guys were like, we won't save her running with us. Coach C. And I was like, all right, I'll go out there and do it. Let me stretch a little bit. I ran one. I ran two 100 meters. And I was gas. I could not. I was done. Yeah. I was done. I was like, like I felt lightheaded. My legs were hurting. And in high school, I, you know, I'd probably run ten to fifteen of them. Just easy. <laughs> I mean, oh well, not easy. Yeah. But, you know, you know, and you know, a couple months ago, I ran two and I was dying. <laughs> but when I was in high school, I was running ten to fifteen and so it, yeah. not dying, but you know. Yeah. You know, it's definitely one of those where you don't look so. Yeah, but having that discomfort it, to grow you. Yeah. Um, I think that's a way to stay on your purpose too. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think we're hitting, you know, we'll do this kind of like closing yeah. remarks. We'll land the plane here. Yeah, I think what people need to do, you know, us including, not trying to single anybody out, not because we're doing this perfectly, but. Yeah, we, we're not doing this just to be teachers because we're gurus. No, absolutely we, not. We're learning. Yeah, this is a learning process. So. But I think what we all need to do is write down who you want to be five years from now. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that's, you know, let's say you're a senior in high school, you know, whether that's um, a hard worker or, you know, you want to, you know, I can't, I cannot get, I can't connect myself to a high school right now. You know, but for me, and let's, let's, let, let me go back. Let me go back. Sorry. 
you know, whether it's to be a hard worker, maybe you're in your 20s and you want to be a good husband, but you're not even married yet. A good wife, you're not even married yet. Or even if you are married, you do want to be a better husband, better wife, good dad, great dad. Write down what that dad would be. You know, I've, I've yeah. always heard someone say. And be specific. Yeah, be specific. Yeah. Like, you know, I know when, when I have kids, I want to be a dad that is, you know, there. Mm-hmm. That's present. Yeah. Before I got married, I wanted to be a husband that held my wife. Mm-hmm. So to me, what that looked like is when I woke up, I was, you know, there. Well, I was making mm-hmm. my bed. Sorry, I just had a brain fart. <laughs> I was making my bed. Mm-hmm. And whenever we got married, I'm telling you, I made, I, well, schedule's a little bit different. I wake up way before my wife does. <laughs> but I'd make the bed every day. Yeah. You know. And she appreciated it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and it's just little things like that. But write down those goals and let's work towards it. You know, have and, a plan in place. Yeah. And, yeah, if you don't know, which is please, your actions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and if you don't know what that is, message us on, you know, whatever platform you're listening to or, you know, Facebook, yeah. Twitter. You know, and, you know, we would love to just help you get there. You know, we, we're not, like I said, we're not experts, but we would rather, you know, help you get there. We at least know who to connect you with. Let's see, you want to get fit. Yeah. yeah, I've got connections. Yeah. I, I'm not, not saying I, I, I can fix, but, you know, I definitely cannot fix people. I'm still working on myself over yeah. here. Uh, but, yeah, we've got connections. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, let's just go do that as a... You know, as a as a core group, let's go yeah. write our goals down. Who do we want to be in a couple of years? Yeah. You know, and go from there. Yeah, I'm with you. So, well, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Uh, tune in next week. I think we're going to start posting every Wednesday now. Yeah, we were. Yeah, because we were going to. You know, normally we were getting it on Mondays. Mondays, but right. got a little Wednesday. hectic, little little time time I frame. Think, yeah, it's Corona. It's killing us. Well, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Tune in next time. We'll see y'all. See you next week.